Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Bruce Hart of the Hart Foundation. Hi, this is David Ford, Director of Photography on Bloodsport and Director of Kickboxer. Hi, my name is Frank Dukes. Some of you might recognize my name from the movie Bloodsport. Jean-Claude Van Damme portrays me in the movie. Hi, folks, this is Grandmaster Soto, eight-time Welcome with the Champion. Hi, this is Master Todd Summers from White Tiger Martial Arts in Salem, Indiana. This is Mohamed Kisi, alias Don in the movie Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme. This is Paul Hurts. Song, composer of the music from Bloodsport and Kickboxer. Hi, this is Tony Luke Jr., a.k.a. Joey the Nail Nardone. This is Mike Riccioni, producer of Bloodsport 2. Hello, this is Haskell Von Anderson III. I was Winston Taylor in the movie Kickboxer. You're listening to Justin Ray Harvey. Justin Ray Harvey's life is a different culture. It's a different world. You better come to terms with that, or you won't last a heart, a heart, a heart, a heart. appreciate the invite, mm-hmm. and I have a lot to speak on, mm-hmm. and over the coming months, I'm in hope that we can cover some of the issues that I would like to bring forth to the uh, karate uh, audience and the yes, general sir. public in general. Yes, sir. There's just so many times that uh, at tournaments and seminars we don't have the time to really speak our mind on certain issues because everybody's busy refereeing or judging or getting ready to go. So we provide a little extra time that we can uh, tell what's on our mind and how we feel about certain things. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And one of the things we need to address is the young kids that are getting these black belts at this young age of five, six, seven, eight, nine years old. Well, heck, it takes that much time to uh, become a black belt, period. Mm -hmm. So how can they get a black belt at that young age and giving them high degrees third, fourth, fifth degree, and mm-hmm. they're under nine and ten years of age, mm-hmm. and how can we have a black belt division of a five and six-year-old? Mm-hmm. This stuff is ridiculous that they're doing out there. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the other thing that needs to be addressed is everybody's claiming to be a grandmaster nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everybody is a soaky. They change one or two techniques, and they think they done created a whole style. Yes, sir. I would like to go out and ask them, first of all, what was wrong with the original style that you studied? <laughs> you mm-hmm. think the masters didn't know what they were doing? Yes. They didn't know what they were talking about? So the wheel has already been discovered. Mm-hmm. 
So how can these people change two or three techniques or mix two or three techniques from a different style and say they done created a new style? The style has already been developed. Wow. Another thing that needs to be brought to these karate mm-hmm. people attention since they Harvey is that um, a red belt is not for students. These people are really naive and don't know their history. Mm-hmm. The red belt is for a grandmaster. Mm-hmm. These people that created these styles has been in karate for 45, 50, and 60 years. Those are the grandmaster. A grandmaster is a ninth and 10th degree black belt. Wow. And yes, they sir. wear a solid red belt. Mm-hmm. We got the different degrees, as everyone know of. Mm-hmm. Uh, first on up to 10th degree. Mm-hmm. Our original colors was white and black. Then we had in competition white, brown, and black. Mm-hmm. And here in the United States, back in the 60s, we had white, green, brown, and black. Mm-hmm. Even with the Taekwondo system, and the Taekwondo has brainwashed these folks, these Americans, they became so naive mm-hmm. being brainwashed that they're using a red belt for a brown belt. Well, they're slapping all the grandmasters right in the face, so they need to be straightened out and need to go and learn their history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're going to see that the Koreans got mm-hmm. mad with the Japanese and wanted to disgrace the Japanese and Okinawas, and they took the red belt and demoted it down to a brown belt, and now they all wearing red belts instead of brown belts, and that's a slap in the face to the grandmasters mm-hmm. of the Okinawas and, well, all the martial arts. Aikido, a red mm-hmm. belt is for a grandmaster. Judo, a red belt is for a grandmaster. A jiu-jitsu, a red belt, if they wearing belts, is for a grandmaster. Mm-hmm. And in karate, very definitely, a red belt mm-hmm. is for a grandmaster. Mm-hmm. That, you know, of judo started the uh, belt system. Uh, these grandmasters will probably turn over in their grave to see these kids out there wearing brown belts. Well, they would say... Well, Vic, you see, my style, we're Taekwondo. My style, we wear a, brown, a red belt instead of a brown belt. The belt doesn't represent your darn style. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I don't want to call them stupid, but naive, uh, uneducated to the history. Yeah. Well, you see, my style. Mm-hmm. Well, what if we said of a certain style, let's say Ish and Ruth, decided that we're going to change the belt system from a black belt of what it means and put it down to the second belt. We'll go white, black, and then we'll go yellow and blue and green. Oh, no, 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 you can't do that. Uh, Mm -hmm. The black belt is for an instructor to black. Well, a red belt is for a master. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they have brainwashed the folks so much that <laughs> they say, "Do you do karate?" No, we don't do karate. Well, the Koreans are 
they, they got them so brainwashed. Uh, oh, we, we no, we don't do karate. We we do taekwondo. Wow! Well, all you're doing is Korean karate. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I ask you, uh, do you drive an automobile, Justin? And you say, No, Doctor Moore, I uh, I drive a Toyota. Mm-hmm. But do you drive an automobile? No, I drive a Toyota. Do you do karate? No, I do taekwondo. Korean didn't want to use any words of Japanese. They were so mm-hmm. turned off to the Japanese. They had a lot of prejudice going. So mm-hmm. we'll be discussing some of that as we go through the uh, different shows here with you. Mm-hmm. But these are some of the things I feel need to be brought to the um, karate world and even the general public, the, the parents out there, they see their kids wearing a red belt. And then here's a person been in karate like myself for 63 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they get kind of confused. <laughs> is this old man still a brown belt? Or is my child <laughs> definitely is not a grandmaster? Mm-hmm. Well, we need to standardize the belts and need to get some order going. Everybody can't just keep creating their own stuff, creating their own stuff, changing the wheel. Mm-hmm. They put a new design into the wheel and they think they done created something totally new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They need to be educated. They need to learn on the history. They need to know that uh, a red bell is for a grandmaster. They need to know it takes five or six years to become a black belt. So these kids, five, six, seven, eight, nine years old, are too young to be a black belt. They don't have the maturity. They don't have the wisdom. They don't have the power, the technique, the deafness. Karate is a martial art. It's not a kiddie game. Mm-hmm. So we we need to address some of this. Oh, absolutely. And and real quickly, Grandmaster, so that so that I can have it to uh, to to add to my shows. Can can you quickly say you know hello? This is Grandmaster Vic Moore. You're listening to Justin Harvey. Well, very very definitely. This is Grandmaster Victor Moore. Uh, 63 years in the martial art, 10th degree black belt, student of Grandmaster Robert A. Triz, talking on the Justin Harvey show, who's also a student of a good friend of mine, Frank Duke. (laughs) Perfect, perfect. And while I've got you on here, uh, Grandmaster Vic Moore, um, would you you mind uh, sharing sharing, uh, one of your... You probably have lots of stories and stuff, but could you share one of your favorite um, stories surrounding you and uh, Grandmaster Frank Dukes, please? Well, he was uh, present when I had beat Bruce Lee in a speed match out in California and came up to me as a young kid and wanting to learn some of the techniques, how to be as fast as I was. Uh, I had three or four of the kids uh, interested in me very deeply after beating Bruce Lee and uh, showing him several techniques and have worked with him from time to time. 
and uh, seminars and all. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to stick my chest out too much, but uh, he's got a very big reputation, and he would give me credit as being one of the individuals that uh, helped make him as successful as he became. Mm-hmm. And uh, my competition days go way back to the late 50s up in Canada and the first tournaments here in the United States. I defeated just about every national champion that was out there. Mm-hmm. I'm the first African-American national karate champion, defeating Big Mike Foster at the USKA Grand Nationals in Florida, mm-hmm. defeating the uh, All-Korean champion at June Reese Tournament in 67, defeating the Hawaiian champion who was undefeated at the uh, World Championships in Richmond, Virginia in 1966, mm-hmm. and I can go on and on. And we'll be telling them about some of my... Uh, uh, competition days, but I defeated uh, Joe Lewis to become the first world professional karate champion. Mm-hmm. And the only one as a black belt defeated uh, Mike Stone. And, Mike and Stone Chuck had one straight victory. His only defeat mm-hmm. come to my hand. Mm-hmm. I defeated Bill Superfoot Wallace for the world championship in 1970. Mm-hmm. defeated Jim Kelly at the team championships out in California. Wow. And we'll be discussing some of them. Defeating Bruce Lee four out of six times. Now, that's amazing um, in itself, Grandmaster. Oh, yeah, internationals. Mm-hmm. People live in a dream world. They think what they see these movie stars doing in the movies, that they can do this stuff for real, but... Uh, mm-hmm. Bruce Lee, not to take anything away from him as far as an actor. He was a great actor, but he never competed in these major tournaments or any tournament, really. He never defeated anyone. He was a good actor, great actor. I'd like to see more of his movies and all. But mm-hmm. there was Steven Seagal and uh, other uh, movie people that mm-hmm. uh, was very good in their art. So um, the movie world is for the movies. People live in a dream world, a fantasy world. They think that all these movie stars actually know the martial arts. They know it to a certain extent, but they're not champions. To be a champion, you have to have competed. Mm-hmm. And if you competed, you must have won to be a champion. Yes, you got to label yourself a champion and you never competed. Oh, you are world golf champion, and you don't even know how to play golf, but the movies have you making holes in ones and 40-foot putts and everything else. Come Mm -hmm. on, get real. The movies are for the movies. Yes, sir. For the real men. Now, Grandmaster Vic Moore, did you did you see any did you see any of um, Grandmaster Dukes' uh, Kumite fights, or did you attend any Kumite fights? I didn't know we got chance to attend them, but uh, I've seen some of the footage and some all. Footage. But showing uh, them some of the techniques is there's no doubt in my mind. You know the deadness that we have. Mm-hmm. in our martial art, and that's one of the things that these people got to understand. Karate is not a little kitty game. Karate is to kill. It's to maim. It's to hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's why we have a killing punch, a killing technique. 
not that we actually teach people to go out on the street and kill, naturally. But mm-hmm. the art is a military art. It's for combat. It's not a little kitty game. So your techniques is taught to be able to destroy your opponent, not to tag them and tip around and jump around and pity pat. Karate is a man's game, as to say. It's a deadly art. That's why it's a no-contact art. We can't make contact or we'll be killing each other. When we started our first, Joe Lewis and I introduced kickboxing and full contact on the Merv Griffin show in 69 on the Merv Griffin national TV show. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were showing some of the techniques, but the producers made us stop because they thought we were killing each other, but we were just going light with each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Massachusetts after the first full contact tournament had some of us to swear that we would never pursue it because it was too deadly. Mm-hmm. Jim Harris and I uh, fought and Joe Lewis and Greg Burns fought mm-hmm. and man it was bloody and knockout and dragged down. Jim Harrison uh, got by me. He won that first uh, contest and Joe Lewis won his against Greg Burns, but, oh, man, it was bloody and it was bad. So uh, we mm-hmm. mean that we couldn't have full contact karate tournaments, mm-hmm. but nowadays they got these pads and gloves on, and they're jumping around, tagging each other. Jewelry didn't make those uh, pads for us to go out there and beat each other. They mm-hmm. had the pads on so that if you slipped and came too close and made contact, you wouldn't injure your opponent. But nowadays, everybody is kickboxing. They don't know mm-hmm. the difference between kickboxing and real karate, Justin. They think what they're doing is real karate, and they don't know they're not doing the art of karate. The art of karate, you work from a karate stance. Mm-hmm. We're hey. discussing some of that. The kagaki is how you move in the stances, mm-hmm. the perimeter of the stances. These black belts don't know about the perimeter of the stances, the level of the stances. The kagaki is how we move from one stance to another. All mm-hmm. they know how to do is jump up and down, yo-yo, and look like girls jumping ropes. Yes, sir. And also what we will be discussing on the show as well is um, I, I was doing some research, and what I find amazing is you trained a chimpanzee to do martial arts. <laughs> uh, thanks for bringing it up. I forget about my good old chimp. I have uh, one of my students always have to remind me about me training a chimpanzee, and I agree with him. Training that chimp was a harder task than beating Bruce Lee. Uh, wow. Yes, a chimpanzee has four times the strength of a human. They can be taught. When I got the chimp, she was four years old. And when a chimpanzee gets four years of age, you generally have to get rid of them. They're no longer useful for little shows and demonstrations and all because they're too vicious, too mean, Mm -hmm. too strong, four times the strength of a human. Mm -hmm. Canines are very deadly. But that's when I got her and I trained her. I had her for about six years and took her to karate tournaments 
Uh, she demonstrated. She did some commercials. She did movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was a, a big task, training a chimpanzee. Chicken well, as a, as a that's bear. amazing. Well, if you can train anybody in anything, why don't you train a chimpanzee? Mm-hmm. I purchased one and, and trained her. Her name was Trudy. She was a female chimp. Oh. They're pretty vicious. Mm-hmm. But that chimp learned the actual moves of karate. They say if I can teach a chimp, I can teach anybody. Mm-hmm. We went around to various tournaments showing real techniques. Why are you Koreans giving out all these high-ranking black belts and changing mm-hmm. the black belts, uh, the brown belts to red belts and all? Uh, we, we don't need all that. Mm-hmm. So that was a big task for me. Oh, oh yeah, and and also, I believe you told me that you defeated Chuck Norris. As yeah, well. Chuck Norris was at the uh, international same year I defeated uh, Bruce Lee in a demonstration uh, speech drill, and uh, they didn't want to give me the match. Uh, Chuck Norris wrote on my program to the guy that had beat me. When he come in for a spinning back kick, I stepped in, tagged him with a reverse punch, sent him into the floor for the winning punch. Mm-hmm. They had to go into a room and have a discussion and come back out. There was a lot of prejudice back in the day. Even June Reese tournament, the final four, which I was in, he wouldn't allow me to fight for first and second mm-hmm. instead of having a regular round robin. Mm-hmm. I went to tournaments, and they would tell me right off the bat, you ain't going to win first place because we have our man already picked out. Wow. Uh, some of the places would, wouldn't even let us blacks in. Master Triss, who brought karate to America in 46, started the USKA in 48, used to tell them sometime, if you don't let this boy in, you're not going to have a tournament because he's the defending champion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, he had to go around the back and come in the back entrance. There was a lot of prejudice during the times, but it just made us fight that much harder. Thomas yeah. was up at, out of New York. Uh, mm-hmm. Jimmy Jones out of Chicago, Illinois, myself out of Ohio, Artie Simmons out of Erie, Pennsylvania, Russ Perome out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Sanders Muhammad out of uh, California, who's living in Atlanta now. All those were some of the top minorities and had to face a lot of the prejudice uh, at the various tournaments would be totally cheated out of the tournament. Points not called, not given. Mm-hmm. But Chuck Norris was the only one that really acknowledged you know, him being defeated. Mike Stone went for years and years saying he's never been defeated. Not a man alive can beat him. They kept nudging him and asking him, what about that Vic Moore? Well, well, he's the only one. Mm-hmm. Finally put it in one of the magazines. The writers, the magazine writers, they never would write about the blacks that much or put us on the front cover. Mm-hmm. Well, they may mention us once in a while, but they... Would tell us that, well, we can't put you on the front because it wouldn't sell. But in the 60s and the 70s, Mm -hmm. there was still a lot of prejudice, so that's what we had to face. But it just made all of us fight that much stronger. Mm -hmm. You've done a lot in your
your career, Grandmaster Vic Moore. What is your what is your expectations for um for twenty fourteen? I'm gonna try and bring this karate tool back to a traditional status. Stop these people from jumping up and down, running around and slapping each other and people calling the point doing katas and turning flips and cartwheels and doing the splits and yelling and screaming and on every technique. They just really don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Going around in a circle, kicking 12 times, just going in a circle. You're not doing a kata. Mm-hmm. You're doing an exhibition, just a demonstration. That's different. But uh, doing cartwheels and flips and spinning your weapon, throwing it up in the air, catching it behind your back. What in the world is your opponent supposed to be doing while your weapon is up in the air? coming down and you're catching it behind your back. They're supposed to wait till you finish and then you're ready to fight again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and bring karate back to where it's supposed to be of uh, traditional techniques, stances, blocks, punches, strikes, and kicks. Oh, we don't do those funny little stances no more, Vic Moore. We, we just jump around, do the alley shuffle, mm-hmm. and you're not doing karate. Oh, we don't do those funny little blocks anymore. We just cover up like boxers. Then you're not doing karate. Oh, we don't do all those karate techniques, uh, all those strikes and stuff. We just jab like boxers. Then you're not doing karate. Mm -hmm. So how can you keep taking away elements out of the martial arts and call yourself doing karate? That's why you see on my Facebook so many times I say 75% of the people out there don't know that they don't know, mm-hmm. that they don't even know what karate is all about. They hey. actually think, Justin, what they're doing mm-hmm. is real karate. You can go to a bar and get two guys off the bar stool and jump around and do what they're doing. You can go to the park and get some kids and put some uniforms on them, and they can jump around and slap and wrestle with each other and do what they're doing but you can't get them to get down in a stance and move in the kegakes and move from the perimeters and all doing real karate and execute real karate techniques. Oh, well, you see, Vic Moore, there's a sport karate and mm-hmm. then real... Just shut up. There's only one, and that's real karate. There's only mm-hmm. one way. You don't mm-hmm. teach four or five different ways. You teach one way, and that's the right way. One way, right way. You teach them right, and then how they want to use it is up to them. They want mm-hmm. to go out and beat up people. Well, if they want to go to tournaments and win in tournaments, if they get in a self-defense situation on the street, mm-hmm. if they're going to just practice in the dojo, if they're going to just practice around their house, it's still just one way. That's the right way. Proper techniques, proper stances, proper moves, proper breathing, discipline, all of that mm-hmm. is what the martial arts is all about. Oh, absolutely. And and like you said, I, I like the older t- tradition martial arts myself, and I, I hope it comes back because today today's martial arts is not as, as good as the old traditional martial arts, you know. Well, they don't even know about punching with the two knuckles. They don't know what bone alignment is. They don't know what part of the foot to kick with. Everybody's doing ballet and seeing how high they can kick 
putting their legs straight up in the air. That's mm-hmm. not karate. That's ballet, gymnastics. Oh, Vic Moore just don't like uh, the... Hey, I took ballet. Mm-hmm. I was in Nutcracker Week, the King and I. I, I did ballet. I like ballet, mm-hmm. but not in my karate. Gymnastics at Hughes High School, I was on my gymnastic team. We were all state. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see gymnastics in my karate. So people got to learn karate is an art. It's an art and science, and therefore it should be pure art form and not street fighting form. Mm-hmm. But they don't know the difference. And the reason is that their instructors instructors wasn't taught properly because during the craze of the movies, everybody wanted to become kung fu fighting instructor. Everybody mm-hmm. started running out, open up karate schools. They wasn't taught right. They learned what they seen in the movies. The movie producer want to see a lot of swinging and action and swing your leg, swing your hand. Mm-hmm. Well, they think that's how you're supposed to punch and kick. The same mm-hmm. thing Bruce Lee was doing, swinging his arms, swinging. His arm. We don't punch like that. We don't kick like that. The Frank did teach you how to, to just swing your arms or bring it up and snap it in and and swing your legs around and all that. Yeah. That ain't karate. Swinging your arms out. Nice block, you know, comes to the center of the body. Snaps out, punches, striking with the two knuckles. Mm-hmm. We don't just jab like boxes. Yes, sir. So that's what we're going to try and do. People got to be educated. The instructors wasn't taught. Therefore, their instructor wasn't taught. Mm-hmm. And nobody's learning real karate, so they just was given this slop and slop being passed down, and all mm-hmm. they're doing is slop street fighting. Slop street fighting? Not even doing that good. Because <laughs> <laughs> really... Yeah, we'll be discussing some of this. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.